0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.
1: Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review.
0: There it is. The whippersnipper. It's, yeah, it's okay. So we've got the mower Sounded at like the like a chain snow. And we've got a special edition at the end of the show as well. Wow. So the, the full kind of repertoire yeah, but, of what you need to sort out your lawn. Right. Mm. All I need is a shovel.
1: My little one <laughs> pot plant. <laughs> and a, a broom. A broom. <laughs> yeah, a broom and a bin, yeah.
0: This is the week in review. Payne Haas, you fired up about this sock. Oh. So contract extension apparently being negotiated, and then all of a sudden he just goes, Bronx? <laughs>
1: I want out oh, yeah. now. I'll keep it simple. I just would not be picking him. And I'm, that that may not go down the the, the, the you know, be the most favorite comment or popular comment, but mm. you're in a team which has struggled over the last three seasons. you finished 14th, you finished last. You're starting to build culture. You've got Kevy there who lives and breathes being a Bronco, you know, and you've seen that in previous performances when he's there in the sheds firing the guys up. Now, you've got a guy who's arguably the best prop in that team um, who is asking for more money, mind you, he's on 750 grand, who has just said, I am willing to walk out on this club, everything that it stands for. Now, even if you are holding them to ransom and it's a technique to get more money, or there's sinister things at play, if I had a player like that in my team... What that says to the rest of the group is, you know what, if I want more money on my contract, I'm threatening to walk as well. If Imagine if he had 11 other players who would say the same thing. Mm. You know, I just think it's, oh, I, as I said, I wouldn't have him in the team. I'd drop him into reserves and I wouldn't play him for the rest of the year or even two years and say, that's it, we'll live without you. And speaking of Sugarcane, he sort of convinced me that forwards, props in the game, don't move the dial as much as halfbacks, as much as other pull, players pullbacks. in the team, yep. yeah, and you know they won without him. They won without Capewell. Well, now he can play. He can play Origin and, and whatever else. But as far as that culture goes and what this team's trying to do, he has just, in one moment, put it all on all, all on its backside.
0: Well, here's Kevin Walters speaking about the situation.
1: Yeah, I was, I was a bit. Not so much disappointed, but a bit sort of, oh, okay. But um, I'm really confident that we can sit down with Payne's management and sort something out. You know, we're not going to obviously release him. And uh, he's been a big part of our club for a few years now and will be a big part, I believe, you know, into the future.
0: It's a bit like parenting in a sense that one kid comes to you and says, oh, I'm going to this party. No, you're not. (laughs) <laughs> because you're not so much saying it for their own benefit, it's also the example for the other kids, yeah. as if to say, well, if I let this kid go and do this, well, the other kid's going to expect get, to do the same, same. and then I've yeah. got a real problem.
1: Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, I agree with it, you. And but Kevi's remarks also, that, that mind boggles a bit with that, because I'm like, you're trying to create something here. He, there's nothing that he can do now that will redeem himself in that, you know north of the border Brisbane Broncos team he got booed out there senselessly for every carry um you know I, I think i don't know what he can do to turn it around in regards to winning back public popular opinion uh, I, I think, don't think it's he done cares. yeah I, and, that, and this is my other issue so mm. every other team's saying we'll pick him up and i'll be like well why would you want to pick him up mm. picking up a guy who's willing to go where his bread's buttered most and you know, you sign him for a year at one club and then who's to say he's just not going to walk out again from another team? It's mm. not, this is a team sport. This team, no one person in that team is greater than that team. And in one interview, he's basically gone out and undone a lot of hard work that that club has done over the last two to three years to turn themselves around. And I just think it's a disgrace. Matt Lodge,
0: we all want someone like the Warriors owner to enter our lives, to basically... <laughs> Say, you can go, and here's some money on the way out. So, Mark Robinson, uh, Warriors owner, he he's had a blow-up, Matt Lodge, with him. They never got over it, and Matt Lodge turns around and goes, you know what, I don't really want to play here next year. And then Robinson on the way out says, here's the last year of your contract. Thanks very much. Good luck to you. And we'll all get on with our lives. And yeah. Matt Lodge last week, I think, played Queens uh, club rugby in Brisbane.
1: Yeah. On on just to keep going on seven hundred thousand, he gets to go and play club rugby. Another another decision which I just I cannot get over. Is in uh, uh, you know going talking with Sugar Kane the other day. It's like if a club is disgruntled with you, they don't pay you out. They push you on and let you go, but to pay yeah. him out to me seems like that the club feels indebted to him, that they've done something wrong, that they're culpable of this. Is it just this conversation or is there more here to the story that we're just not getting? Because this makes no sense at all. Pay a guy out, hamstring a calorie sap and push him on. After all these things that clubs have done to look after him since his indiscretions, and then he's gone and just continually puts the spotlight on himself using not excuses, fair enough reasons of family, but families have been in the NRL for a long time. People have had kids and moved on. You've signed for the Warriors. Why don't you want to go play in New Zealand? Now, the goalpost may change a move over time. He signed in COVID, but if you sign for the Warriors, you surely have to expect that some of your life <laughs> is going to be in New Zealand. Like,
0: yeah, that seems like a, an excuse out. masking the actual yeah. centre of what's gone down. Oh,
1: now, What but, was said in this conversation that makes you feel like you need to pay a guy out that much money?
0: Apparently, Robinson told the Daily Telegraph we had an argument in a hotel, two alpha males, in a pub last December.
1: <laughs> why, why did you use, use the term alpha? Like <laughs> Two males? Two like, beta to, males. Yeah. Oh, weird.
0: It's just a weird story.
1: Oh, it's weird and it's frustrating. I think there'll be, again, a lot of players in that team. You know, how you, you're trying to build culture. You look at the dogs. You look at uh, Auckland. And now I'm starting to look at the Broncos who worked so bloody hard. And you think, what? How, what's the point of having these team meetings and saying we're all going in the right direction, chip in for your mate, do this. You've got one bloke who just ups and leaves, plays a week, and then goes, Matt Lodge. And then you've got Payne R saying, I don't want to be here. Yeah, Which, yeah. to me, if I was his teammate, I would say, that's fine, mate. Pee off. If you don't want to be here, don't be here. I don't care. Mm. We'll win without you. I'd prefer to wi- lose without you. Then win with you, if that makes sense. Mm. As in, like, I, I don't. If we're losing and you're not in the team, I, I can. I'm comfortable with that. But winning with you in the team doesn't make me feel any better.
0: Here's the thing, though. Kevy Walters loses his job if they lose enough.
1: Yeah, and then well, then again, so, okay. that's so why. yeah, that's right. But then okay, well, Kevy. So what is the culture of this team that you're trying to produce? Are you yeah, gonna, you're just gonna you're gonna give the squeaky wheel the oil, you know. Anyway, it fired me up because I just. I think it's so so much disrespect, considering Payne's background, how much the clubs looked after him, and how much of a staple and icon he could have been for the Brisbane Broncos and how much they needed it.
0: Sam Fisher. Heard of that name? Uh,
1: Not huge
0: in Sydney, no, and north yeah, of the Murray. AFL on. St Kilda player. Yes, Played okay. nearly 300 games yes. for St Kilda. He's in jail somewhere at the moment, awaiting a court trial for trafficking drugs across state oh, borders. God. Or allegedly, I should say. So... August 10 I think the, the matter will be heard further but uh, yeah he's been put away after being charged with these very serious um, accusations but everyone in Melbourne now looking back at Sam Fisher and his playing career he's, apparently he was under the uh, kind of name of loose unit if you know what right, I mean Right okay there's so there's well a few instances. known that
1: there's uh, he dabbled in that world noise. right apparently Apparently. Um, so, drug, drug, let me get this short, right. drug trafficking caught taking drugs across the border. So, he's caught with well, it on yeah, him.
0: Part of a, you know, a, to supply. a consortium who are moving right. drugs around the country. Um, everyone, here's Nick Rewalt, his former teammate at St Kilda, speaking on the couch on Fox Footy through the week. Enough's enough, I think. That would be my assertion and my experience that so many players right now are slipping through the cracks of the AFL system, and when they come out the other side, their lives are ending up in pretty horrific condition. A player's transition out of the game is the greatest issue facing the game. Somewhere along the line, it's it's not working. See, I've got a point of view, but I'm outside, never been an athlete. Mm. Sock, you can speak more of this about what it's like transitioning because you're going through that stage of your life right now mm. unless you sign your... 14th year of playing the Big Bash again <laughs> out of nowhere in November, you say, you
1: say, which I reckon you will. <laughs> no, I was about to say, it sounds like you don't want me to play.
0: <laughs> I think you will. Right, You'll be okay. in Magenta yeah, again. Yeah. But I look at it and go, you know what? Sam Fisher, you were well paid. And yes, there were pressures. And yes, there was unrealistic things asked of you as a footy player because it's a weird environment because mm. you're, you're part of a team and it's removed from reality. Mm. But you know what? When you stop playing, maybe don't get caught allegedly – Trafficking drugs—no excuse for drugs. I, I, I,
1: I appreciate Nick's sentiment, and I agree with you that there is it, there's no. Like it can't no, be that hard the transition. That's there, what I'm saying. There are reasons why people do things, but that there's no excuse for trafficking drugs. Like it, you, it, you at any stage of your life, you can't use poor uh, breaking the law behaviour as an excuse that I'm transitioning. Footballers, cricket, sports people have their own challenges right but so does being there a is a void But f- yeah there is a void there is and it's and it, it takes time to move on from it but police officers have their own different individual things in their life and uh, yeah when ambos, you see the stuff that they see single yeah. mothers parents people living in low socioeconomic status also have reasons where they might choose a path which is you know not in line with the law you can't use and say, oh, his life's gone. Oh, we're not doing enough for this guy. Well, what more could you possibly want <laughs> to give a player than a higher-than-normal salary? Yeah. The game does a lot when you finish. When I, But two years before I finished, I went up north, and they put us through a transition um, transition period where you sat down for two to three days, and we had a lot of ex-players come in, a lot of uh, female netballs, and we all got to share our stories and talk about how we can move on. Speak to people in different work environments about spaces that we would like. You get paid money if you want to study. You have access to mental health resources. Mm. You could not get better looked after now than in any other time in sport. Now, these guys also walk out the back door. They get a golden handshake, which is money that's been saved up over time. They're given the best resources. Eh. It's not like you kicked out the back door and that's it. Now, you can't replace going on and kicking a goal and winning and winning a flag. Nothing will ever probably replace that in your life. But it's your job as a human oh. being to rationalise that and move on and realise there is more to life, i.e., sitting in a radio studio on Saturday morning and waxing lyrical with my mate Adam and Gibbo. Uh,
0: I will say that when you mow a lawn and you look back on it <laughs> and you get everyone
1: to gather around, everyone have a look at what I've just done. That's a rush. Yeah, that, that, that feels a void. But that's the but that's the thing. Go and find other things that connect, and I have always found these in cricket in particular going going and giving back going and spending time with your local you find a different passion and love for the game and it sits in your life in a certain yeah. spot and you have it there but there's so much more to do in I, life you just need to find that passion
0: i agree as well and i look at it from a basic point of view with all mm. due respect to Sam Fisher who's in custody at the moment mm maybe don't get involved in illegal shit.
1: Yeah, just, yeah. Just the base level
0: of it. Well, if you need uh, to fill a void, go and, I don't know, get on roller coasters it, or something you're, like you're that. You're dealing
1: in an environment which is destructive, not only to yourself, to other people. That's why it is illegal. And there is no excuse for it. And I do feel for him. And you know what? The AFL community will rally around him. They will have support networks around him that will look mm. after him. And I hope that he gets the help and rehabilitation that he needs so he can get on a better path. But to sit there and say that the system's letting him down, that that to me is frog's bollocks.
0: Football tonight A League Grand Final We've got Western United taking on Melbourne City Little backstory to this So Western United only Came to be As a club because Of Melbourne City Mm. And Melbourne City said Because it was meant to be The expansion club was looking like In Melbourne it was going to be South East Melbourne But Melbourne City turned around and said no that's going to be our territory one day. You can't have that, right. FFA. Okay. So then Western United put in a bid, right. and they don't have any history. They don't have a ground. They're trying to build something For essentially out of nothing. It's like Hill Valley in 1955. There's just right. nothing there, <laughs> but a sign to say one day there'll be something come, here. Come on in in. Back <laughs> in the future, you rocked up and you <laughs> goes, "Where the hell am I? That's essentially Western United. What started What's, there? <laughs> so." Wow. Uh, John Aloisi took the job this year, and they've they've done done okay in their first two years. John Aloisi took the uh, reins, yeah, and yeah. his um, it's his third job, really, really, like last chance, pretty much, because it didn't quite work out at Melbourne Heart when he his first job, Brisbane Raw. He had some success, but you know he ended up leaving the club in a right. in a few tears, but. He's managed to get them to a grand final, which is very, very it's, impressive. So it's yeah. good for Australian football that someone, a coach like John Aloisi is succeeding. Yeah. Because we've seen with Ange, the ones that have been able to do it here in the A-League and then yeah. go overseas and do it overseas, Yeah, that's going to mean good things for Australian football. So yeah. Aloisi at the start you know, of his coaching journey, if you want to call it that, makes a grand final, which is really, really
1: impressive. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, some of my favourite moments, him just just shaking that, shirt around running around going bananas after he kicked that penalty to get us into the uh, World Cup was
0: 2005 yeah
1: yeah that's yeah some of my fondest memories so good
0: good luck to him uh quick one before we get to a break we've got some text we'll get to the text after the break uh but Justin Langer um this is him relaying a conversation he had with the acting chairman of Cricket Australia when all that contract malarkey was going on with Langer and six-month extension, then he knocked it back and stepped away from the job as Australian head coach. Conversation he had with Richard Frudenstein, who was then the acting chair of Cricket Australia.
1: And the first thing he said to me was, oh, it must make you feel good that all your mates are supporting you in the media. I said, yeah, it is. With all due respect, those mates are also the all-time greats of australian cricket they are the fabric of australian cricket they are australian cricket they also work all around the world in cricket so yeah i'm glad my mates are looking after me imagine if you had of
0: he took it well wow yeah Think about your reply, and I'll want it later on in the show. It's coming up on The Mower's Club. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.